Sometimes we just hit our breaking point or something unexpected happens and we just cannot continue our employment. The reasons can vary, but at the very end of the day, there is one thing you can control, and that is the timing of your notice. Today, I'm sharing the number one thing you need to do before you turn in your resignation letter. Let's get started, warrior. Are you tired of letting the darkness consume you? Sick of feeling frustrated by the hardships thrown your way? Are you ready to take back ownership of your life and start living on your own terms? Say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. It's time to reinvent every aspect of our lives. And if life has thrown some curveballs your way and made you doubt yourself or your worthiness, we are about to change that. This is the place where transformation, permission slips, and all-out determination come to life. I'm going to take you on the journey from drowning to surviving, then thriving. There are no victims here. We own who we are and the decisions we make. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Welcome back, warrior. Are you wondering what this one thing could be? Well, I want to begin by saying that everyone's experience is very different. Sometimes, We're planning for a really long time to make our pivot from our jobs and other times we feel bamboozled because we're scrambling last minute to gather ourselves as we're being literally pushed out of the office. Or maybe you're like me and your exit was a combination of those two scenarios. My plan was in motion for a while and then I reached my breaking point and had to make the leap. Regardless of how your exit will be, I wanted to caution you on just a couple things. First of all, you don't know how that the employer is going to react to your notice. So I want you to be prepared. Unfortunately, I've heard some stories where people's access gets shut off immediately. That can be in the remote world if you work from home They just kill your access to your files, to company information. It's pretty bad. And the same is true for a physical location. If you need like a badge to get in or some sort of access point, they don't allow you in anymore if they are just ticked off that you have said that you're resigning. So you just unfortunately do not know how they will react, and that's why I want to share these tips with you. One of the things that I started to do as I was making my plan and I knew the inevitable was going to happen at some point and I wanted to be ahead of the game um, on my terms, I started to take my valuables and my personal belongings home because I did work in the office. And I did that probably two years, I want to say two to three years before I made my actual exit. Maybe not that long. I guess it just seems like forever ago, but let's say the last year or so, except we were working remotely. So yeah, it was probably in the last two years. Anyways, I'm getting off track here, but you get what I mean is once you know, okay, like my target is six months or a year from now or whatever that date is for you, start depersonalizing. Like I kept a couple things that were 
near and dear to my heart because I just needed a little bit of motivation for myself in the instance that they could give me the boot. I don't want to sit there and have to pack four or five boxes of all of my belongings. So over time, I slowly would take things home, maybe one thing a day. Like if I had photographs, I had my degrees, I had um, books that I had purchased and was reading, you know, just different things. If you have particular items that if they decide to let you go and they pack up your stuff for you because I personally witnessed it. I used to work in HR and I hated seeing when people's belongings got packed up for them. It just it just wasn't the same. You know, you want you don't want someone rummaging through all your things and deciding what stays or goes. It's just really awkward and uncomfortable. If you're on that path, if you have a date in mind, or you just have signs, if you tuned into last the last episode where I talked about signs, it might be time to leave your job. So if there's any times or signs that you notice, hey, you know what, something doesn't feel right, you know, I'm just getting prepared just in case, well, this is one of my tips for you is go ahead and start taking away some of the things that don't have to be in the office. You know, keep the basic necessities for yourself, but don't worry, you know, on the last day, you know, if they just like, hey, guess what? Layoffs today. And you got to sit there and pack five boxes worth. That would be miserable. So I'm just preparing you for these things. Maybe you're wondering, Susie, why does this even matter? The reason why is because at the beginning of the episode, I shared with you that there is one thing that I believe you must do before you resign, and that is to create a portfolio. What do I mean by that? Well, of course, this is dependent on the type of work that you do, but are there samples of your work, templates templates that you've developed or styles of documents, for example, spreadsheet templates, report formats that you could potentially use in your future job or business? Why recreate all the work that you've already established and invested all your time into and you can utilize that for a future successful practice? And I'm not saying to do anything unethical here or stealing private information from your company. We don't roll that way, ladies, right? It's not about sabotage, but really this is about setting yourself up for success with your own tools and resources that you already have. So now that you have your tools and resources that you've been archiving, saving, you know, have a flash drive where you can store these items and just slowly do this progressively over time. Now you can move into the next category of what I think you should have in your portfolio, which is recognition. Do you have any documentation that is showing and confirming your work ethic and the reputation that you've established for yourself? I highly recommend that you save this. For one reason, which is not good, but I wanna be fully transparent, is that you just really know you really never know how they might react once you submit your resignation. And I've heard bad stories where organizations will try to slander you and your reputation 
this is your way of having proof to show all the good that you've done. I don't want to scare you, but I just want to be transparent. So that's why I wanted to share that with you because unfortunately that can happen in some situations depending on your terms and how you're walking away from your career. But if you're doing it tactfully, hopefully they're not going to do that. It's just something that you should have in the back of your mind. And in order to protect yourself, this is one of the ways you can do that. Some examples could be if you've had any performance reviews, letters of recommendation, emails or comments from, say, customers, clients that have shared about how good or appreciative they are of the work that you do. And that's something that you can just hold on to in your tool belt. Then the next portion of your portfolio needs to be contacts. You know, when we're in a career for an established amount of time, like I shared for myself, I was in my career for 16 years, you meet a lot of people along the way. So are there any potential contacts that you've made during that time that you might want to keep in touch with, even if it's not for professional reasons, but maybe you became friends with someone, you know, and you want to keep their email or their information. So it's something for you to keep in mind because you want to have that information before you lose access once you've resigned from your employment. And what I will say about this is that most of this applies if you're building your plan out of the corporate world secretly, just like I was. If your employer knows your ultimate goal and is supportive, maybe you don't have to stress about this stuff as much, but it never hurts to start preparing yourself so that once you do put in your two-week resignation, you're not frantically trying to you know, transfer all your projects to the next person who's going to take them over, you know, respond to all the messages, chat with people about why you're leaving, um, pack your stuff up, and then sit there and try and save, you know, documents or information to support you on your journey outside of that organization. It's a lot. And then those two weeks go by so quickly that it, it can be very challenging and you feel overwhelmed. So I just want to say that as a foundational piece to keep in mind. But again, like I mentioned earlier, each one of our exits might look completely differently. But I want you to feel confident that you can walk away tactfully, with dignity, and wisely. My mission is to armor you with the knowledge you need to make your escape on your terms. With that being said, I want to invite you into my upcoming coaching experience to help you break free from your corporate job. In February, I'll be launching my group coaching program for women who are dying to get out of their corporate jobs but need some guidance on the way. I'm going to help you think about each of the components that you need to successfully navigate your escape. We're going to be chatting all things finances, time management, shifting your mindset, and most importantly, having a community while you're on this journey. I'm wrapping up the final details and in the meantime, have created an email waitlist where you can sign up to be the first to know all the amazing details. If you're ready to make your exit on your terms, then this experience is for you. And I am so excited to be on the journey with you. Sign up for the waitlist using the link in my show notes and stay tuned because those details are going to be coming out very soon. 
All right, ladies, I hope this episode opened your mind to the possibilities and at the very least helps you take the next steps in getting prepared for your leap out of your job. Have a great day and I'll see you next week. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.